Hello folks, I'm back with another 5-Minute Friday episode, Uh, and today I wanted to talk about some good practices when you're onboarding a new product manager or when you yourself are onboarding onto a product team. Uh, This is on my mind because I recently started a new role and have been onboarding onto the product team at Amplitude, Um, and I saw a lot of really interesting uh, methods they use to onboard people, so that got me thinking about my previous onboarding experiences uh, at Amazon and at Twitter and at Box. And so I just wanted to mix up some of the best methods I've seen and and talk about that today. So the first thing uh, that comes to mind is uh, as a new PM, you should probably spend time using the product. I know that seems like an obvious 101 type thing, but in so many roles, you get thrown into uh, tracking the status of a project, or trying to figure out you know, where to take the spec or iterating on the designs or resolving quality issues or figuring out which features are P0 versus not. Uh, but that all detracts from actual hands-on product time. And if you think about it, ultimately evolving what the product feels like and the value it provides to customers is your number one job. And so I think carving out time to actually meaningfully use the product is number one. And not just use it sort of ad hoc, but actually put yourself into the mindset of the different personas that would use it. So try it as a new user, try to see what it feels like for the power users, see how it is to administer and maintain the product, all the different personas that would interact with your product, sort of put yourself in their shoes and play around with it. Um, This is something that I did recently, and it's really eye-opening to try to understand (coughs) all the different edges of the product. The second thing is uh, carrying on in that vein, you should actually try to demo your product. Uh, This could be for prospects and customers. This could be to sort of show off certain features. This could also be sort of if you're in a leadership role and you're having to show it off to analysts or executives or investors, um, really forces you to come up with a talk track for what the key uh, use cases and value proposition of your product is and to actually show it off. It also highlights whether your product is demoable. Some some products don't lend themselves nicely to demos and that can actually be the deal breaker between you know deals moving forward or not. And so I think having to demo the product and actually having to come up with a script for how you talk about the product is also very, very useful. <clears throat> Next, and this is something I did at Amplitude, is to actually do a teardown of the product. What that means is to actually pick an aspect of the product could be the sign-up flow, could be the onboarding experience, could be the ability to follow some core use case, could be sort of a, a sign-off flow, is to actually drill into that and offer some opinions on what's working, what's not, what you noticed, how you felt, how the product eased you along or didn't. <clears throat> this is a really interesting exercise because most of the people you're presenting to, you know, think about your traditional engineering product and design team, have been staring at the product for so long, they're really deep into it. And so looking at it with fresh eyes always, always offers a new perspective and helps people recalibrate on low-hanging fruit and obvious problems and just sort of how to view the product from a new user's eyes. So I think having to do a teardown in a structured way is definitely very useful. Next is... I think sometimes it's easy to sort of poke at a product because every product has rough edges. So it's really important to understand the history of the product. What I mean by that is where it started, why certain features were added, why certain features were never added, 
why certain design decisions or technical decisions or usability decisions were made or not made. Um, you can usually figure this out by going through sort of all the blog posts since the V1 of the product or talking to very uh, tenured people in your engineering product design organization. And I, you try to do this to stitch together sort of the narrative of how the product evolved and how deliberate or accidental it actually was. Because I think that definitely helps you sort of steer it in a new direction if you need to. Next, I think it's really important to get an external market point of view on your product. So if it's just your point of view or just the point of view of other product people at your company, it's going to be very biased. And I think it's important to get external validation or uh, critiques on, on where your product stands. You could get this by comparing it to your competition. You could get it by talking to prospects and customers and getting their gut reactions. Uh, another couple of good ways that I've seen is to actually get on calls where customers are abandoning or churning from your product to hear their pain points, like what brought them to the point where they're like, I just don't want to use this anymore. Uh, and if you're working in enterprise software, uh, a lot of companies send out win reports when they win deals, but you can also get access to Salesforce lost reports, which is deals that almost made it but didn't quite. Uh, that's a very interesting way to actually hear why you're not winning over customers, especially customers who may have tried and, and actually trialed your product. And then finally, I think the most interesting uh, uh, aspect of all this is if you do all of those things, you should actually be able to reverse engineer the product strategy. So if you sit there and look at the roadmap for the next couple of quarters and you just sort of do a squint test and say, hey, you know, if I ship these three, four features, what does that collectively entail? And why are we doing this versus all the other things we're doing? You should be able to articulate the choices, the focus, the strategy that the product team is taking. And I think that is one of the most important things for a new hire to absorb is what is the strategy of the product? So it should be very obvious. It should be very legible to somebody new coming in. And if it's not, uh, that's something to talk about as well. So there you have it, uh, a handful of interesting practices when you're either onboarding a new PM to your team or yourself onboarding onto a product team. Uh, would love to hear from listeners on their own best practices and, and cool techniques that they use for onboarding. Uh, and with that, I'll be back next Friday with another five minutes. Thank you.